Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Ashworth with Belarus Freedom Forum, an advocacy group that works with the U.S. government and the general public here in the U.S. to help the democratic development of Belarus. That one strange European country you probably heard of, located between Russia and the rest of Europe. And I say strange because, well, whenever the country comes up in U.S. news, there is always something weird going on there like asking Russia to station nuclear weapons on its territory, or smuggling Middle Eastern refugees into the European Union, or here's another one, forcing down a commercial plane to get to one specific person on board. Meeting new people becomes very challenging if you're a Belarusian. Like, hello, how do you do? I'm Mark, I'm from Belarus. You know, that country that just hijacked the passenger jet. I mean, how, how does one even get to do that? I remember getting a library card at a New York library in 2017 and the lady, um, upon looking at my passport, said, oh, I know Belarus, it's the country where they taxed unemployed for not working. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you're listening to this, chances are you already know about Belarus and have worked with us in the past. I don't need to tell you all about its blunders. Maybe you're a congressional staffer who reads our newsletters, or someone working at the Belarus desk in the State Department, if we're lucky that is. Or maybe you just found us following someone's recommendation, in which case, welcome, we are very glad to have you here. But if you've been following news about Belarus, chances are you also know about the perennial struggle for democracy its people endures against the country's dictator Alexander Lukashenko. Well, especially in the past two years. In August 2020, a huge protest erupted in the country following the fraudulent elections where the country's ruler claimed victory, no surprise there, but when I say huge, I mean millions of people, and the country's population is somewhere between 9 and 10 million people, millions of people in multiple cities across several months. Um, the country's trio of female opposition leaders, led by the Democratic frontrunner Svetlana Tikhanovskaya inspired and mobilized everyone who was tired of putting up with the same crazy guy for 27 years. And um, what followed basically made history of popular mobilization in the region. We saw millions strong marches that persisted despite increasing police violence and remained exceptionally peaceful even by European standards. Unfortunately, um, a democratic revolution did not occur. The government, initially dumbfounded by the scale of mass mobilization, clamped down on Belarusians hard, jailing thousands and subjecting them to what can be only described as torture. People would leave detention with grievous wounds, sometimes assaulted and violated regardless of their gender. Thousands of others would lose their jobs and livelihoods for participating in the protests or for the mere suspicion of dissent. The country's universities, already tightly controlled by the state, turned into police compounds. Free media outlets got liquidated and forced to go underground. The country's civil society and private sector faced a similar fate soon after. Tens of thousands of Belarusians fled the country. Businessmen, intellectuals, journalists, writers, activists, everyone who makes a society work and grow found refuge in Lithuania, Poland, Georgia, Ukraine, and other countries. Ten people got killed by the police in the most blatant fashion. And yes, I realize at this point that police violence is nothing new for an American listener, but we're talking about a society where violence is so 
alien that even its revolutions are peaceful. One death is already too much. And yet, despite that, Belarusians persisted. Still do, on the road to democracy. Um, Belarus Freedom Forum, our organizations, or BFF, if you will, came to life in October 2020 out of the need to understand and react to these events. Founded and supported by the Belarusian diaspora in the United States, we seek to inform American policymakers and the American public of the developments in the country and what can be done to help democracy in Belarus flourish. And we have been doing a pretty good job so far. I mean, we facilitated the creation of Belarus caucuses and Congress in both the House and the Senate. We contributed to the development of sanctions packages by the U.S. government. And uh, let me tell you that you'd be surprised by the lengths Eastern kleptocrats would go in order to keep trading with the U.S. But more importantly, we also seek to understand the events in Belarus in the greater political context. And this is where this podcast comes in. For what is the better way to attract attention to an issue than to start a conversation about it, right? And we at Belarus Freedom Forum hope you will find it interesting, for it is a conversation not simply about some faraway country. Um, because, you see, discussing Belarus means discussing the political history of Europe. It means discussing Russian geopolitics, energy warfare, European democracies and the resurgent authoritarianism within them, global institutions, international law, world economy, business interests, and so much more. Understanding what and why of the country also has to do with the fundamental concepts of national identification, culture, rule of law, human rights and freedoms, and ultimately democracy, which many of us view as a common and inseparable form of our daily lives. Um, exploring these issues through the prism of democracy in Belarus, which is being fought for despite the tremendous personal costs, raises long overdue questions for us in the West. How much do we value democracy? What are we ready to do to support it? Are democratic values more important for us than our financial interests or our strategic considerations? So here is how it's going to work. Our podcast titled BFF Talks Conversations with Belarus Freedom Forum is conceived as an additional outlet for our communication with you, dear listeners. Uh, something easily accessible and engaging you can listen to while going through your busy day, uh, as opposed to, you know, sitting down and watching YouTube video or reading our newsletter. We have four pilot episodes planned for you featuring amazing, thought-provoking democratic politicians, political scientists, and intellectuals. At least one of these will be hosted by me, Dr. Mark Ashford, um, others by my fellow associates at Belarus Freedom Forum, and invited experts in the area of Eastern European politics. Hopefully, with your support and interest, we will turn this humble production into a more permanent podcast later this year. For now, however, we will publish new and interesting conversations as soon as we find interesting guests. Um, this means that the updates are not going to be regular, but uh, something tells me it is not going to take as long to publish something new. The main reason for this is that Conversations with Belarus Freedom Forum is a completely volunteer project, not created for commercial purposes or funded by anyone. But hey, there is a positive side to it. Uh, you won't hear any of those pesky commercials you hear in other podcasts, well, other than my personal recommendations on occasion. Uh, you can support our attempt at podcasting by liking it and sharing it with your friends and colleagues. 
I will be especially grateful for your patience as I figure out how to add this podcast to iTunes and Spotify. For now, though, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. uh, And I hope you will enjoy our first episode.